Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, January 26th. This is Elena Neal Sachs with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Portlanders may see some disruption next week as hundreds of city parks and transportation workers are planning to walk off the job. The strike announcement comes after city leaders and public employee union Laborers Local 483 failed to agree on a new contract. According to James O'Laughlin, an organizer for the union, they notified the city Monday that workers will go on strike starting February 2nd. Laughlin said the impasse stems largely from cost of living increases, as employees continue to feel the effects of rising inflation on their paychecks. The union represents almost 10% of the city's workforce. This includes people who work on sewers, clean and maintain city parks, and repair roads and sidewalks. Their contract with the city expired last summer, and bargaining has been underway since March. In a statement Tuesday, Portland officials said they proposed a new four-year contract that would include a 12% wage increase for all union members by July. Half of that would come from a retroactive cost-of-living increase and a retroactive pay raise. But the union says that's not enough. They want the city to include a provision that ties cost-of-living adjustments directly to inflation. In 2021, annual inflation surpassed 7%. It averaged about 6.5% last year. The Portland Timbers and Thorns announced yesterday that Heather Davis will be the new CEO of both clubs. The hire marks the beginning of a new era of business operations for the club in the wake of organizational upheaval. In her new role, Davis will make history as the highest-ranking woman executive in club history and one of only five women overseeing club operations in Major League Soccer. She had been serving as interim CEO since owner Merritt Paulson stepped down and fired president of business Mike Golub in October. Davis originally joined PTFC as general counsel in May 2022. Her hire comes at a tumultuous time for the club, which has been embroiled in scandal for over a year, primarily on the Thorn side but all under the same leadership. Current employees express support for Davis as the club seeks to regain the trust of the Portland soccer community. About 300,000 Oregonians could soon lose their health insurance. That's because requirements for coverage that were loosened in response to the pandemic are coming to an end. About one and a half million people currently have state health insurance in Oregon. They will soon need to be financially eligible for the program to keep their benefits. Under federal rules put in place soon after the pandemic started, Oregonians did not have to prove financial hardship or work status to qualify for Medicaid coverage, which in Oregon is called the Oregon Health Plan. But on April 1st, Oregon will begin a 14-month process to verify that recipients don't make too much money to qualify for the low-income health insurance program. Officials said the state will follow up with those who no longer qualify to help them transition to other coverage. If you receive a notice from the state regarding your coverage, you will have 90 days to respond, up from 30 days before the pandemic. 
If you don't, the state will try to contact you again, giving you 60 more days before you lose coverage. Nominations for the so-called Oscars of Food are in. The James Beard Foundation announced the semifinalists for its 2023 awards Wednesday morning. Ten Oregon chefs, restaurants, and winemakers made the cut. The Oregon nominees for Best Chef in the region include Peter Cho of Northeast Portland's Han Oak, Joshua Dorkak of Ashland's Moss, Jonathan Jones of Salem's Epilogue Kitchen and Cocktails, Vince Wynn of Southeast Portland's Berlu, Thomas Pisha Duffley of Northeast Portland's Gado Gado, and Crystal Platt of Eugene's Lion and Owl. Khan in Southeast Portland and Okta in McMinnville were each nominated for Best New Restaurant. He Wine Farm in Hood River and OK Omens in Southeast Portland are up for Outstanding Wine Program. Arguably the biggest surprise was a missing name, Gregory Gourdet, the chef at Khan. But the omission is likely due to a new rule that prevents a chef and their restaurant from being nominated in the same year. A representative from the James Beard Foundation said the idea of the rule was to create space for more chefs to be nominated. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.